The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Don't be ridiculous. It's not magic. Right to the dark side again. The time has come. God, it almost makes it worth it. The time is now. Okay, well, that sounds like a foolproof plan. Wow. Yeah, (laughs) you're welcome. We are the voice of the outdoors for over 15 years. It takes a big person to admit when they're being a total dum-dum. That wouldn't be a problem. And stewards of the American spirit. This is what a generation raised on Bart Simpson looks like. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Do your duck. Go. What? It'll be amazing. God. <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> it gets better with age. I know. It really does. It's like a fine wine. That's money in the bank. I got That's it. a hail call right <laughs> there. Frank, cue the music. I don't want to steal your red stack. I don't want to shoot your cave buffalo. I just want to serve you some kangaroo and possibly some hippo too. That's the late great Sam Hunt. Late great? How about terrible and still around? (laughs) Oh, all the above. Hey, I'll give you a high five if you can name that song. Take your time. Oh, see, there you go. There you go. All right, my wife likes bad music. All right, so Worldwide Outdoor Adventures on today's show. That's right. Like Jimbo says, though, don't let your outdoor pursuits be limited by your imagination and willingness to travel. Get out there! Uh, pursue your dreams, right? I said that. Uh, actually, no, you didn't say that. <laughs> uh, anyways, this is sounds kinda, like something. This you is said. crazy. How many Americans hunt abroad? Anybody know? I don't. Well, to put it in perspective, and let me read this properly. Crikey! More than one million two hundred and sixty thousand trophies were imported to the U.S. from two thousand and five through two thousand and fourteen. That's an average of 126,000 trophies a year, mate, or 345 a day. That re- I don't know I what think, kind of that was. I think that really helped. Yeah. <laughs> it showed how stupid I am. But that's amazing. Think about that. 126,000 trophies a year. 345 a day, essentially. That's, that's Just a think lot. of how many times people go over there and they don't bring the trophies back. I mean, like you. You went over there and shot some stuff, and you didn't bring everything back. No. No. I I ate it. (laughs) You did eat it. All right, so uh, anyways, uh, Worldwide Outdoor Adventures on today's show. I'm pretty pumped about this. So is Sam Hunt and Mrs. Bunny. Uh, We're actually going to be joined. Special. Will he recognize your son? Probably, because it sounds way better than him. (laughs) Um, Mr. Greg Ritz, Hunt Masters from uh, Outdoor Channel, Sunday's 10 p.m. Eastern Time. He's going to be stopping by for a doubleheader. Actually, Frank... Yeah, we actually got a clip we're going to play. Uh, set this up. Okay. Um, Greg Ritz, he's traveling through Istanbul. Uh, That's public. in Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo and some geography there. <laughs> uh, public transportation. I play it. Greg Ritz. We did gamble a little bit uh, just from a cultural experience. And uh, we spent an entire day in Istanbul riding the public transportation system, going to some of these huge 
you know, historic places like the Blue Mosque. I will tell you, you couldn't go 50 yards and not see a police officer or a military guy without a machine gun in his hand. 50 yards. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I'd only be comfortable if I had a machine gun. Yes, and no one else. And they didn't. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, Greg Riz, he's going to be stopping by once again. uh, Two-part interview, uh, Huntmasters Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Then Mr. Mike Scobie. Scobie, 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 where are you? Scooby-dooby-doo. Border to Border. Make sure you watch that Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. He's going to be telling us about a DIY New Zealand trip he took. It's amazing. Uh, Fantastic. They have so much amazing wild game over there. It's incredible. Then Jeremy Millette, he is the director of social media for Silencer Shop. Uh, He's going to be telling us what's happening with the Hearing Protection Act, hunting with suppressors, how they can help us out. Yeah, and if you're going to hunt abroad, see him. He's a social director. Don't hunt Bunny. She's abroad. (laughs) She's already taken, folks. She's my trophy. Uh, Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about today? Trophy wife. I Uh, do. Rules for traveling with a firearm. All right, Mrs. Bunny and her rules. They're brought to you by Nissan. And now, Mrs. Bunny, with some important information when traveling internationally with a firearm. Brought to you by Nissan at NissanUSA.com. All right, take it away. Okay, rule number one, find out what the rules are. You have to know what they are before you go. So this applies to both airlines and destinations. Both can change, sometimes a really short notice. So you need to check way out ahead of time, and then a few days before your departure as well, make sure nothing has changed. So it's not like we can just throw our firearms into a, um, a case, case no. and hop on a plane and go to Africa. Not going to happen. Some airlines have different rules than other airlines even. And so, for instance, some airlines periodically will just decree, uh, we're no longer going to carry firearms. Arms. Really? And they can do that. And so you have to be able to navigate that. Uh, also, destination rules are of equal importance because um, somewhere like Amsterdam, if you're in transit um, to somewhere else, you have to obtain clearance through Amsterdam before you go through there. Even if you're not stopping there, you even can if that's get not your final into destination. Amsterdam, but you can't get you can't it get out. back out. So, let's say if the intended destination is uh, Mozambique. Yeah, and you get delayed in Amsterdam. If you don't have clearance for being there, you could be in trouble. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's your guns that needs. You can keep on going, but your guns aren't going to come back through with you. Oh, that's terrible. And you may never see them again. Exactly. So the system generally is done via fax, like in Amsterdam, um, and there are no exceptions. And it takes some time. So getting clarification from not only the airline but other countries that you may pass through on your way to your destination is important. So if you know you have a connecting flight in this place, it's probably a good idea to call uh, ahead to the. um, consulate or whatever in this country and make sure that you have the right form of certification to be able or verification to be able to get through the airport. Now, there. is that easy to obtain? Oh, Are yeah. they going to hassle yeah, you? Yeah, they're readily available, but you, get, you have to make sure that all the paperwork's signed. Now, now you're talking about the northern route going to Africa. That's going through Amsterdam and then changing planes and, and heading, say, to Johannesburg, where when I left, I flew to Atlanta Atlanta to Johannesburg didn't have a problem. Exactly. It's all about where, how you choose to fly. And sometimes you don't have a choice, but it's about how you choose to get there. Now, um, you actually took a John boat across the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. Yeah, and He's, I used my gun to paddle with. He swam part of the way, <laughs> folks. Uh, number two, don't argue. I think everybody has seen their fair share of... Um, shows on television like Locked Up Abroad and stuff, being resistant and combative if a airline employee pulls you to the side to question you or anything is not going to help you out. You're going to get you in the pokey. Exactly. Chances are, if you're dealing with a uh, airline attendant, that they know very little about firearms and they're probably nervous about them. So you need to be polite, ask for a supervisor if there's a problem. Yeah. Uh, however, yelling is not going to help, especially when you're dealing with firearms and ammo. It's probably going to, like you said, land you in either... A Some hot water. Yeah. A lot of people think that if you talk louder, 
in English, they'll understand you no, better. it's not happening. Uh, Jimbo, he's a big <laughs> opponent of that one. Uh, follow the rules exactly. Yeah. It takes a little bit of extra effort, but make sure you know. So it's like, make sure you know how to appropriately lock up your ammo. If it needs to be in a box that can be uh, a hard-sided one that is uh, now closed and um, locked and ammo. secured. Can't be with your firearm, can it? Can't be it has with to be in a no, separate. It can be in your regular luggage, yeah. but it has to be in a locked box. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the difference. So make sure you know how to carry your ammo. Also, when it comes to your gun, make sure that it is in a hard-sided case and that it can be locked. Um, if you want to avoid weight overages, instead of going with a steel case, go to some of those polymer, uh, lighter plastic cases, and you'll save some. Uh, like the Pelicans. Yeah, exactly. Save some money on your uh, uh, luggage there. Number four, do all your paperwork well ahead of time. Traveling with firearms cannot be last minute when you're going abroad. So uh, you have to get your customs form 4457 and um, put that in. Many times you have to go ahead to the airport and get that clear before you can ever even leave the country with it. You have to have it certified here. Number five, allow plenty of time. Um, you allow so much time to board your plane, but you have to make sure that you allow enough time that if you get hung up um, at uh, the customs desk or if you get hung up with um, an agent who is maybe more anti-gun, is more scrutinizing of you that they're not going to delay you and you're going to miss your flight. Now, with all this headache, okay, we're uh-huh. talking about uh, traveling overseas, going hunting and taking your firearm with you. Obviously, I would think most destinations where you're going, you could rent you can. a firearm. You can. can. It's X amount of dollars per day. And I, You're not used to the gun. You know, it's like I'm going after a dangerous game and I'm going to take somebody's gun that I've never shot before. But I, you could probably go there and I'm sure for X amount of dollars, you could practice with it as much as you wanted. Or at least, you know, the caliber and the gun you're going to be shooting, take your own ammunition. I'm just saying it would save you a big headache because once again, I mean, Jeremy Millette from Silencer Shop, he's coming up later. Uh, you know, uh, yesterday, I think we we talked to him. He said he's going to Scotland. Yeah. And yeah. he rented a gun. He's he, going to tell us about that. He's going to rent a gun there. Yeah. Some um, places have it, some don't. But you I think- make sure that you're- Outfitter or I think a lot of it for a lot of people, if you're going to spend, say you're going to Africa and you're spending, you're dropping a small fortune to go. And if you know you have a one shot opportunity on a Kate Buffalo, you don't really want to risk it using someone else's gun. Is that pun intended, though? Yes. You only have one shot. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So don't go anywhere. I am so excited. Mr. Greg Ritz. He is right there. Uh, Lori's coming up after the break. Hunt Masters makes you watch it on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. He is coming up next. Once again, sticking around for a two-parter. A two-parter. We are talking worldwide outdoor adventures on today's show. Mrs. Bunny, that was fantastic. You bet, guys. Gave us some insight into what it's going to take for us to travel across seas, uh, possibly do some hunting. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, High Mount Seasonings, Singe, Nissan, Cabela's, and Silencer Shop. One more time, Mr. Greg Ritz. Coming up next, he's the man from Istanbul. He's good-looking. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. You have to listen closely. Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. I tried to do it fast so it wouldn't hurt. Stick around. The Revolution will continue right after these messages. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This should be good. The new app from Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. That's what we've been looking for. Stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. Get some! Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign up with promo code radio at myoutdoortv.com. You hear that? It's not a countdown. It's a count up. 36,101 miles. 
36,102 miles. Day after day, you push your truck to the limit. But here's the thing. Most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper -bumper coverage for only three years, 36,000 miles. Just 36,000 miles? Come on. Your odometer doesn't care if your warranty falls short. It just keeps on ticking. So here's what Nissan's gonna do. We're backing the 2017 Titan with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles bumper to bumper. So the odometer can keep doing its job, and you can keep doing yours. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan and America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles bumper to bumper. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Worldwide Outdoor Adventures. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now here's a special two-part interview with Greg Ritz of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and High Mountain Seasonings. This is part one. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from Mrs. Bunny. She talked about traveling outside of the country with weapons. She's always smuggling illegal stuff. That's it. That's Guys, it. What, what do they call her? A donkey? She's <laughs> Is that what they call it? I would not call her a donkey. All right, so well, I didn't mean it like that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying she's a part of illegal trafficking. Yeah, but it's our, harmless. Our, hold it. Our guest coming up, man, this guy knows a heck of a lot about traveling outside of the country. That's right. We are talking worldwide outdoor adventures on today's show. Just now being joined by Mr. Greg Rist, host of Huntmasters. On Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you got to tell us this, by the this way. This guy's nuts. He's crazy. He's insane. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. Like that? Like my little dancing? <laughs> yeah. Little cypress hill. Got these uh, little fists going up and down. You got to tell us this. I mean, what in God's name, Mr. Greg? Why uh, did you wake up? You wake up one morning and you're like, you know what, guys? I'm going to go to Turkey and I'm going to hunt Ibex. I actually have a whole list of crab. Like a thousand things long I'd That's rather not on do. It. No, that is not on it. There's like jumping off a cliff, cutting my leg off. <laughs> Going to Turkey is not on that list, man. What made you go to Turkey to hunt for Ibex? <laughs> well, you know, it's just part of trying to experience all the cultures around the world. And Turkey, despite what the media says, you know, it's dangerous and there's bombs going off in the cities and all that. I'll tell you, that's just far from the truth. Wonderful people. I never got one bad look from anybody. Everybody welcomed me with open arms. And it's just a wonderful country to hunt and just rich in culture. So hunting is, is kind of a byproduct of all of the history that you can find. It is. And, and of course, you're on the Mediterranean, which is absolutely you know beautiful place to go. But the mountains are crazy. A lot of people talk about, oh, you know, how high the mountains are, right? Well, it doesn't matter how high they are. It's really where you start from, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they can be 10,000 feet, but you've started at 9,500. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Here, you're starting at sea level. Oh. And, you know, you're going up six or 7,000 feet. Now, you may get half of the way there, you know, uh, through some of the uh, two-track roads they have from the forestry service. But, I mean, there's rock faces that are 3,000 feet tall. And, of course, that's where these Ibex like to live. All right, so oh, talk wow. with uh, Mr. Greg Ritz. Make sure you watch Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, so going back to the dangers, the perils of visiting Turkey, let's say. Now, 
is it that you didn't witness the the terrible atrocities that's happening? Maybe it wasn't going on at that time. Or did you do your research and you only put yourself in situations where you were to prosper and not be in danger? I mean, you had to do a lot of legwork to make this happen, yeah. but you also didn't make bad decisions. No, no. And, 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 and developing that network, and, and I got to give a lot of credit to the people at SCI, as well as Dallas Safari Club, there's a network of international hunters out there that have learned to navigate a lot of these places. And, and I really rely on Jim Shockey and people like Steve Hornady who have been to these places before and they have the contacts because you're absolutely right. If you, if you do dumb things in, in a country, you know, where, where terrorism resides, you know, if something goes wrong, who do you call in one of these countries? Oh, yeah. It's, I call Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call Greg Ritz. All right. Greg Ritz, <laughs> Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, because most likely he's in the bushes somewhere, somewhere out there. He just yell loud. He's got the crosshairs uh, on show. someone. Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Now, one thing I want to address real quick, Mr. Greg, is when everyone talks about hunters or in the media, let's say, in Hollywood, that we're we're rednecks, we're closed-minded, we're this, we're that. You are one of the most well-spoken, educated, well-traveled men there is, okay, in the hunting industry. And, but there's more and more folks as you go around and you start talking to people that are like you. I mean, hunters, we're very open-minded. We want to learn about other cultures. We don't want to disrespect them. We want to learn more about them so that we can promote them and we can show their lifestyles and how they go about life uh, with those around us. Don't you think that's more true than just pushing us off as idiots? No doubt. No, no, no question. You know, it's a shame that we've been branded as being solely rednecks or, or country folk or people who are, who are uneducated or unsophisticated because really without our contribution dollars around the world, I mean, the United States is one thing, right? And we kind of grasp the economic impact here because we live here. Yeah. But when you go to some of these other cultures, these people, whether they're Inuits or Alouettes or natives of, of any, you know, Mongols over in Mongolia, which is a country I'm, I'm researching now to go to, their culture survive on our economic dollars and our ability to put those dollars into work for conservation around the world is paramount for some of these species to even survive. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, in talking about uh, uh, Turkey and, and the possible perils that you might face, did you have a security detail or did you feel comfortable with your guide and outfitter? Now, we had handlers, uh -huh. right? So we didn't have security detail, but we had handlers that were networked all the way up through the chief of police. So mm. everywhere we went, escorted personally, documentation, paperwork handled, you know, vans picking us up. Because obviously you, you roll in with two camera guys and seven Pelican cases. And obviously, you know, we don't have any suntans or beards. Or <laughs> <laughs> we uh, didn't fit in know, right there. <laughs> No, 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 no. When I walk off the plane with my Hornady hat on, uh, <laughs> I guarantee, guarantee I stuck out like a sore thumb. But yeah, never, never had a problem. Now we did gamble a little bit, uh, just from a cultural experience. And, uh, we spent an entire day in Istanbul riding the public transportation system, going to some of these huge, you know, historic places like, like the Blue Mosque. And, uh, and some of the cisterns and things like that. Now that's, you know, I will tell you, you couldn't go 50 yards and not see a police officer or a military guy without 
a machine gun in his hand. Holy so like cow. from one to the next. I mean, that is how much security. So if you go back five years ago, guys, just give you a perspective on how the world's changed. There just in Istanbul, which is obviously on the Med, you had 1,100 cruise ships come in a year. Wow. This year, they have 62 scheduled. Holy wow. cow. Really? Yep, due, due to the terrorism. And obviously, you know, on, on the on the south east side of the country, you border Syria. Yeah. Right? And, and Syria is in the news every single day. So it's all about you. And it really comes down to just having the, the right network in these countries. And, think, hey, things can still go wrong. You oh, bet. yeah. Hey, we're coming up on a hard break. Can you stick around for a second part? I want to keep this conversation going. Let's do it. All right, Mr. Greg Ritz, he is returning. Make sure you watch Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and High Mountain Seasonings. We will return right after this with Greg Ritz. That's right. Part two, don't go anywhere. The Revolution with Jim and Trev on air for over 15 years. Um, if you're planning on listening to us while you're getting ready in the morning, how about a courtesy flush? Stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. This land is your land until you break the law. What do you got your loaded gun in the car for? Out here. You are the one that's at fault. They're the law of the land. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember your lies. Wardens, Mondays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Celebrating 25 years in business, High Mountain Seasonings has released its 25th Jerky Kit for 25 years. Try our new Spicy Lime Kit today. It is sure to be a hit. See our complete line of products at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't check for traffic updates. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. The new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Now, here's part two with Greg Ritz of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Cinch, the official clothing brand of The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Check them out at cinchjeans.com. Hey, we're back. This is part two with Greg Ritz. Of course, he has Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, make sure you watch it Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Greg, thanks for sticking around for part two, man. Absolutely. Now, there's a there's a great picture of you on social media kind of floating around right now. Well, you're climbing up this mountain, and you have this Ibex. What would you say? That's a Bazor? Bazor Ibex, yep. Strapped so, to your back. And, and how does how does Greg Ritz take out an Ibex? The whole damn thing on his back <laughs> is out. One time. Dude, I was like, oh, my God. I mean, now, well, do they expect? I, I mean, they think they have all these westerners go over there um and they're probably thinking ah, most of them are pansies you ain't a pansy dude no no there, you know there, there's there's two things i pride myself in and number one is i will help butcher and carry out every <laughs> single animal that i harvest yeah everyone and the other thing is we're gonna dine on the meat of that animal 
Hundred percent. Oh wow! And you know, because I'm not, I'm not just there for the trophy. I'm there for the experience and the memories. But I want, I want to earn the respect of these other guides around the world. And hey, I took my turn carrying it out. I wasn't going to let these guys do it on their own. But, uh, but I'll tell you what, it's a lot harder to do than it looks. <laughs> yeah, I'll right? bet. I'll bet. The pictures you didn't see were me on my hands and knees helping and puffing. <laughs> <laughs> now, now uh, you went over there with, uh, with Jason Hornady. And of course, Hornady is some of the finest ammunition in the world. The Ibex, are they a difficult animal to bring down or, and what kind of a, a gun did you use? What caliber? Yeah, so you use a 300 Win Mag oh. uh, with their Precision Hunter ammo, you know, uh, Thompson Center Compass Rifle, supremely accurate. When you go over there, your shots, guys, are going to be long. They're going to be three to 500 yards. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, they're in, the, they're in the goat family. So, I mean, they live on the steepest, nastiest stuff. Now, Jason and I, we were 500 miles apart, and our hunts were completely different. He was in snow camo hiking up the mountain and snow up to his waist. You can imagine how tough that is. Oh, geez, oh, OP, yeah. Oh, yeah, which I wouldn't feel sorry for him. He killed early in the hunt, though. So <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't but, uh, smart enough to have you carry him up there, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but uh, he he shot a stomper. His was 47 and a half inches Ooh. long. Oh, geez, and, uh, His shot was 330, and then uh, I killed the second to last day. Uh, down off the Mediterranean, and, and my shot was three thirty four. And wait, you guys see the footage? Both were perfect ten ring shots. Mm. Animals die on camera. I mean, it's just it's epic. How it really. should happen? Yeah. Hi, right, Greg Ritz, Hunt Masters on Outdoor Channel Sundays, ten p.m. Eastern Time. Now you go. I mean, obviously we've watched you for years. You go to these fantastic places and you experience the culture, and we've seen you grow over the years. But what makes you keep going back and finding these new adventures? It's almost like you're channeling your, your inner. You talked about Mongolia. Your, your pioneer spirit, how it was back in the olden times. Do you find yourself kind of going to these remote places because it does set you back 100, 150 years no. on how it used to be? No question, because a lot of these civilizations. So where we were staying in Turkey, for example, we were staying in a town called Finicky, which you can – it's world-renowned for its oranges. Really? My Finicky oranges. And when you go and see how these people live in their stone buildings and thatched roofs and they have greenhouses and gardens and that's how they live, it just – it puts things in perspective to how blessed we are to have what we do in the United States. I mean – Everybody in the United States has a has a cell phone. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Over there, they get up when the sun comes up, and they work all day, and they go to bed when the sun goes down. And you know what? They're super happy people. All right. Oh, so talk wow. with uh, Mr. Greg Ritz. Make sure you watch Hunt Masters on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. All right. So throughout all of your, whether you're being stopped by the KGB, which is like one of my most favorite stories ever. He's told that a thousand times. Or you're hunting in Turkey, Africa. What is just one scenario where you found yourself in a precarious situation where you learned something about yourself? What was that experience and, and what did you learn that you didn't know about yourself, Mr. Greg? Patience. Really? Patience. And, and this has happened many times, but I would say Cameroon. And, you know, obviously you have armed guards and this is how they, they live, right? So you got you to gotta put yourself in their mindset. But when things start to go bad, and they accuse you of your paperwork not being right, and they're holding your passport. Oh, 
they're holding your passport and they're yelling at you in another foreign language and you're trying to resolve this conflict of you don't escalate it, right? So I, I consider myself a pretty patient person, but when you see things going sideways and your adrenaline starts flowing, you just want to get out of there. Yeah. And you got to put yourself in, in, in a place where there's just no fear in your mind, right? You have to own it because they prey on the weak. And, you know, in this case, you know, he was, he just was extorting us out of money. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't want to pay him when he wanted to charge me. Pure <laughs> 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 and simple. So I, I took, I took the American, uh, approach to this and I wanted to haggle and negotiate with him. Oh, God, <laughs> dude. Oh, you were crazy. Yeah. yeah ne- ne- needless to say, I lost the negotiation, but I got my passport back. <laughs> it was worth a try. You bet. It was. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Greg Rich, and of course, he says now's the time to get out there and go to Istanbul. Find the things that are out there for you. Hunt those animals that you think that you can't. You really can. That's right. Make sure you watch Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10 p.m. Easter time, one of the best damn shows you will ever watch, hands down. I like that damn show. Now, Mr. Craig, to find out more about you, where you're going, your sponsors, all of your crazy uh, adventures, man, where can we find you online? Uh, Greg Ritz, Huntmasters on Facebook, Huntmasters.com online, or I'm on Instagram and Twitter as well. So all the social platforms, if you type my name in or you type Huntmasters in, you're going to find me. You know, the closest I want to get to Mongolia is Mongolian beef. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, I ain't going to touch that one. All right, so one more time, Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel. Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, this has been brought to you by Cinch, the official clothing brand of The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online, check them out. CinchJeans.com. Mr. Greg, you are so awesome. We appreciate you. Stay safe. God bless, buddy. Oh, fantastic. Love, love talking to you guys. Just love- <laughs> A lot, lot of energy and a lot of fun. You bet. Hey, don't go anywhere, because coming up next is Mike Scobie. We're talking about worldwide outdoor adventures. Yeah, make sure you watch Border to Border Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Where? Sportsman's Channel. There you go. All right, Mike Scobie, he's up next. If you're not into posting selfies or pictures of your dinner, there is one cool thing you can still do with your smartphone. Joining the revolution at JimandTrav.com. It's all about the outdoors. Check out show archives, Jim's blog, Trav's take, cooking with Mrs. Bunny, and tons of expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros. Log on now, JimandTrav.com. Okay, let's go. Jackson is the country's best playground. So search and rescue has to be very highly skilled and highly trained. Hey, this is going to hurt. If you're in the mountains enough, you are going to have an incident, whether it's your fault or just an act of God. God. Backcountry Rescue. Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't text back. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. The new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. It's either us or Wham! 
Yeah, let's roll the show. Now, here's Mike Scobie of Border to Border on Sportsman Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, and Cabela's. Hey, we're back. We just finished up a two-part uh, interview with old Greg Ritz. Yep. He's the guy from Istanbul. Handsomest man I ever saw. Kind of want to squeeze his butt. <laughs> uh, Greg Ritz, host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel. Make sure you watch really? it Sundays at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, if you miss that, you can always hop on our website. Check it out there, jimtrav.com. Uh, we'll have both interviews up. Just now being joined, though. Yeah, I'm joking about that. Uh, by Mike Scobie, Border to Border on Sportsman Channel. Make sure you watch that Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Como esta usted, biggest guy? Uh, Mike, welcome back to the show, buddy. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us back. Good to talk to you. Yeah, it's great to have you. Now, kind of crazy, during the break, um, like Jimbo said, we're talking about international hunting. Uh, you were telling us on Border to Border how you actually have done some international DIY hunts. And now, there isn't a lot of that. Uh, going on. Most places you have to have a guide and so on and so forth, but you actually have done DIY overseas hunts, haven't you? Oh, yeah. No, well, this last year, we spent a lot of time down in New Zealand and for the third season of Border to Border. The first year we did, you know, Mexico to Alaska. The second year we did the Lewis Clark Trail. And the yeah. third year, which is airing now, is we went to New Zealand. And New Zealand is the only place probably in the world that you can really do a true Western do-it-yourself type hunt. You know, you can, in some cases, don't have to get hunting permits at all. In other places, you do have to get, depending on season and species, certain permits, and you buy a license like you would, you know, go to a local sporting goods store and you buy a license. And we ran a little camper van while we were there, and we just drove the entire South Island of New Zealand and hunted some public land. We did hunt some private as well, but a lot of it was knock on doors and ask if you could, you know, hunt this guy's ranch. It was very similar to what it would be like hunting in Wyoming or Montana, my own home state of Montana. But it is a really true do-it-yourself experience. Yeah. Now, we caught you uh, kind of mid-flight. You're in Seattle. You're hitting overseas to the SHOT Show in Germany. But the fact of the matter is, you were over there last fall, and you were hunting, weren't you, in Germany? Yes. Yeah. Now, I've hunted Germany a few times. Uh, last year, we went in September to uh, the 189th, I believe, uh, Munich Oktoberfest, you know, the original one in <laughs> Munich. So really? While I was there, you know, I met some guys that, you know, uh, do a local hunting there. And they're like, well, come on, hunt deer with us. So we went out for a couple nights and did some road deer hunting. And we didn't do any good. We didn't shoot at road deer. But it, actually, one person in our group did. I did not shoot a road deer. But it was just a fun experience. Anytime you can get with local guys and go out to their, you know, their deer lease, essentially, is what it was, and do some hunting in any country is a lot of fun. Yeah, talk with uh, Mr. Mike Scobie uh, one more time. Border to Border on Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, let's go back to New Zealand for a second. Now, would you say, like you said, you'd equate it much to hunting in Wyoming, Montana, over in New Zealand. Uh, is that the closest to our culture, hunting-wise, you have found um, in, in every place you have been? Obviously, Africa is a completely different experience. Germany is as well. Um, is New Zealand the closest to what it is here? I hate to say it as a Western American, but better than what we get. It's probably is it really? Montana. It's probably 200 years ago in Montana is what it's oh, like. I mean, really? They've got multiple, they've got elk. Yeah. The regular Rocky Mountain elk. They've got red stag, obviously, from Europe. Uh, they've got white-tailed deer from North America. And then they've got a whole host of other species, such as Himalayan tar, chamois, fallow deer, some different varieties of sheep and goats that have gone feral on the island. But since everything has been introduced in New Zealand, and there was no big game animals in New Zealand, you know, originally it's all been introduced over the last couple hundred years that 
there's the limits are extremely liberal. You know, there's no real season. Certain species have seasons, but for the most part, you can hunt year round without a bag limit, without a lot of licensing. Getting a gun into the country is not a problem. It's a very simple form of filling out and $25 fee to get a firearm in. Oh, wow. So it's, it's a really, and then they've got tons of public land. I mean, so you can go across the South Island and hunt public land for a variety of species almost any time of the year. It's really a ex- unique experience not found elsewhere in the world. Yeah, now you, you had this idea, but how did you get started there in, in New Zealand with a do-it-yourselfer? Well, it's, I've been there several times hunting with guided operations. And what you'll find is it takes a little bit of legwork because nobody in New Zealand really wants to let you in on the fact that you can come hunting public land here for free. You know, <laughs> it's a good old boys club. So, you know, because I knew a lot of guys, they eventually would point me in the right area and here's a good area you want to go to and hike up this draw and you hunt over here and try this. But it was not easy. I think, you know, average, just like going out west, if a guy was to roll to New Zealand and go to a local pub and spend about three days, you know, in that town, getting to know the locals, you'd probably have more spots than you'd ever wanted to go. But they're definitely a little closed at first of telling you where the good spots are. you got to kind of figure that out on your own. Yeah. Now, if you, uh, it, you know, when, when you leave on these trips, you always put your resignation on the desk because we're not sure when Mike Scobie's coming back. But the fact of the matter is most people don't have 30 to 45 days to go and do something. Are there any short-term trips that we could do, say, uh, even here in the United States? Sure. No, there's all kinds of stuff. It does not have to be a monumental adventure. You know, when you do go overseas, it, you need to allow the time because if you're not going with a guide, that's what you're paying for with a guide is get me in, get me out in seven to 10 days. That's what I have for a vacation. And let's have a great trip. If you're going to go try to figure it out on your own, you've got to give it a month because you're going to screw around for a week just trying to figure out, you know, how to drive on the wrong side of the road, where to <laughs> eat, how to, you know, where the public land is at. So for guys with quarter duration trips, you definitely want to look at United States stuff. You know, we just wrote an article on Peterson's hunting, kind of talking about this of where do you start if you've never hunted the West and you want to do a do-it-yourself trip. Everybody dreams of elk, but that's probably the last place they should start because it does yeah. require time and knowledge and a lot of gear. Go on an antelope trip. I mean, you can go on a good antelope trip on your own, buy a tag either in some states over the counter or in some states you apply right now and get an antelope tag. Success will be 85% or above. There's public land. You can quarter an antelope up, put it in a cooler, and fly home with it. I mean, it's totally a three- to four-day weekend trip to come see the West and hunt public land. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Mike Scobie, and, of course, he is the editor of Peterson's Hunting Magazine and also host of Border to Border. That's right, Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You need to watch it. They are traversing or trekking, whatever, across New Zealand doing a little DIY-style hunting. Now, Mr. Mike, to find out more about you, Peterson's Hunting Magazine, we'll of field, border to border. Where can we find that information online, buddy? Definitely our website, petersonshunting.com, wheelsoffield.com. Also, uh, uh, Instagram accounts associated with all those, Wheels of Field, Peterson's Hunting, and Mike Scully, or Mike375. So any of those uh, kind of keep you up to date on what's going on. And you if bet. you can't find him there, he's going to be in some little pub in Africa. That's <laughs> yeah. where he's going to be. All right, so one Say more time. Say and nobody knows what he's saying. Border to Border Sports with Channel Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Got to get to a break. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, and Cabela's. Coming up next, we got Silencer Shop's very own Jeremy Millette. He is on deck. Mr. Mike, thank you so much for calling in. God bless you, buddy. Thank you, guys, and have a great day. You know us, and we know everything about the outdoors. Connect with the revolution on social media and at jimandtrav.com.
Stick around. The revolution will continue in a moment. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Welcome back. We're embarking on worldwide outdoor adventures this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Silencer shop, silencer shop, silencer shop, silencer shop. Enjoy the silence. Now here's Jeremy Millette, director of social media for Silencer Shop, brought to you by Silencer Shop and My Outdoor TV. Here are the boys. Hey, you're back in the air with Jim and Trav. Phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. Trav, we're talking about worldwide outdoor adventures. We're talking hunting all over the world. And the sounds of silence comes up. The sounds of silence! Hello, darkness. Do you want to hear Jimbo sing? Uh, no, let's pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been singing See, into your silencer, and you can't hear me. He wants to hear it. He, he says, <laughs> I, I sound like angels when I sing. Oh, yes. Jeremy loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before the break, Mike Scobie, border to border. You confused me there, Can Jimbo. Can I sing Simon and Garfunkel? Uh, if you want to, Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you watch it. Jeremy Millette. He'll join in with you. I know he yes, will. Yes. He's the director of social media for Silencer's Shop. Running out of breath. Mr. Jeremy, brother, welcome back, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Question, we were talking uh, during the break, you know, we're talking about hunting overseas on today's show. You ought to smell um, my armpits. And there's a lot of people, I'm going to just <laughs> pretend I didn't hear that. Um, there's a lot of people, obviously, we're traveling overseas, Jeremy, and we hunt here where it's legal, you know. We hunt with our suppressors, our silencers, right? And a lot of people, when they go overseas, they're afraid of taking them because a lot of people think you can't bring them back, which is... We don't know if that's true or not. Uh, obviously, we're not going to try it. In New Zealand, though, it is legal to hunt with suppressors. Most people do it. You're actually heading to Scotland. Are you going to be able to hunt with a suppressor over there? Uh, absolutely, I am. So I'm going to Scotland, and I'm going after um, Scottish red stag. Wow. And Scottish feral mountain goat. And single malt and so, scotch. <laughs> and single malt scotch, yeah. There'll be a little of that involved as well, but not while hunting. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you know, actually, that was the first question that I asked my guide because, you know, I think I've mentioned it before is that I don't hunt unless I have a silencer on my gun. I just don't do it. I won't. Yeah. So I asked the outfitter, I said, hey, I said, uh, do you rent rifles? And he goes, yeah, it's 40 pounds. You know, I'm like, wow, that's cheap. Yeah, that's right? a heavy gun. So, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, 40 pounds, it's like 60 U.S. or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so so what is it? You know, I'm thinking, ah, oh, it's some piece of junk. He goes, oh, it's a Blazer R8 with a Leica scope. I'm like, ah, oh, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> that'll get the job done. And uh, I said, so do you have a... Uh, you have a silencer on it. He goes, absolutely, yeah. In, you know, we recommend that all of our um, uh, visitors that come and hunt with us use a silencer. 
And of course, in the UK, they call them moderators. Mm. Right? But it's the same thing, silencer. Yeah, talk with uh, Jeremy Millett. He's the director of social media for Silencer Shop. Hop online, check him out, uh, silencershop.com. Now, here's a direct quote. This is from Michael Bain. It says, Silencer Shop, they have been instrumental in changing the way suppressors are purchased in the United States. They are as close as you can come to a classic one-click option of ordering, and that's the future. Silencer Shop is the future. And that is the truth. I mean, you guys do make it so easy. And now with your kiosks, that is like so hard to say kiosks, uh, <laughs> that you have put in stores, Sid, um, these are amazing. Kind of tell our listeners, uh, Jeremy, wh- what Sid does for us. I mean, th- this is so cool that we can go to a licensed silencer shop dealer and you have these kiosks. What do they do? Yep. So currently silencers are legal in 42 states and we have over 300 kiosks deployed to these 42 states. Wow. And they are uh, a station where you can go and enter in all your demographic information and digitally scan in your fingerprints. Oh. So what's cool about that is the requirements say that, hey, you have to submit a photo and you have to submit fingerprints. Well, for the photo, we've got it easy. We've got an app that you can download on Google Play or iTunes, Silencer Shop app. But for the fingerprints, once you scan them into our system, we keep them on file for you. So the next time that you want to buy a silencer, literally all you have to do, go online, pick out your silencer, pay your tax stamp, slide your credit card, type it in, <laughs> and then we do everything else for you. You're done. You just sit back and wait. Oh, um, man. Oh, that's easy. That's it. Yeah, you might say that the silencer shop is a one-stop shop because you stop your hearing <laughs> loss, plus you can get a silencer. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we just introduced today, so you heard it first, on this show is a new trust. It's called the Single Shot Trust, and it is $25. We assign the serial number from the silencer to the trust automatically. So that takes care of, uh, you know, one big hurdle for you. Yeah. So you buy the silencer, you buy the tax stamp, you buy the trust. Okay. You are the only person on that trust. That means that you're the only person that has to get fingerprinted. Mm-hmm. After your silencer is approved, you can add other trustees to that trust that can use it. So no more dragging everybody down and getting them fingerprinted. This makes it super simple. And uh, $25 makes it the least expensive silencer trust on the market. So you can add so. whoever you want to this? Yes. Yeah. Uh, as long as they're not a felon or something. <laughs> yeah. <obviously. laughs> well, yeah. They, oh, that leaves me and out. They're, they're not out poisoning <laughs> hogs and stuff like that. But <laughs> right, right. Right. No, So that's cool. And, and you guys seriously did hold my hand and you walked me through everything and you you made sure there was nothing wrong. And it was just a smooth, easy transition. Absolutely. That's what we do. And, you know, you didn't get some special service that, that nobody else gets. You got the same service that everyone gets, right? We take all the guesswork out of it. You know, we make it simple. We don't give you a bunch of documents for you to just go fill out and say, here, here you go. Go figure out and learn it. We say, hey, look, you know, we're, we handle everything. Just sign here. Send us your fingerprints. Send us your photo. You're done. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Jeremy Vallette. Of course, he is the director of social media. So if you want to go hand in hand with somebody, Jeremy's the guy. I kind of feel bad because I thought I was special, but <laughs> maybe I'm not. <laughs> Who knows? Obviously, uh, your bad singing kind of wore off. Well, him, it does. Maybe it that does. left us out. my love of single malt scotch. <laughs> That's right. Now, Mr. Jeremy, to find out more about you, your awesome adventures uh, you go on, plus Silencer Shop, uh, where can we find you online, buddy? Yeah, so we're at silencershop.com. 
Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook. It's just Silencer Shop. And then on Instagram, at Silencer Shop. So super easy to get a hold of us and find us online. All right, again, that is Mr. Jeremy Millette. He is the director of social media for Silencer Shop. One more time, silencershop.com. Uh, that's where you got to go. This has been presented by Silencer Shop. Mr. Jeremy, you're awesome, buddy. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Y'all take it easy. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Clogging up your ear tubes with a fat pile of outdoor awesome. Join the revolution now at JimandTrav.com. And don't move. The craziness will continue right after these short messages. This land is your land until you break the law. What do you got your loaded gun in the car for? Out here. You are the one that's at fault. They're the law of the land. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember your lies. Wardens, Mondays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. You can follow the boys 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Man, I'm going to listen to the show again when I plan on going overseas. When are you going? Uh, This fall. (laughs) With who? Nobody. (laughs) He has no friends. Now, that's not right. You have imaginary friends. That's right. And a lot of them. And it doesn't cost for their tickets either. So who's not imaginary and was fantastic was uh, Greg Ritz. How about Mike Scobie, Jeremy Billette, Carlos Martinez, Mrs. Bunny? This was a fun show. Yeah. That is some robust clapping. Thank you very much. Good job. How about giving us a duck call again? (laughs) Oh! Hot dog. That was amazing. All right, so get out. Do you want to say anything? No. I'd like to thank... (laughs) I'd like to thank the Academy for all of the wonderful Oscars. No, you haven't said your part yet. What's that? Thank our stations, our sponsors. Oh. <laughs> hey, I want to thank our 550 affiliate stations, or advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Funjoe, producer Mark Canary, and Frank the Sound Guy. I'd like to thank Jimbo for dementia. <laughs> uh, anyways, get outdoors this week. I have a double dose. Take some kids with you. Teach them about hunting. Teach them about fishing. You know, it'll be a Make good a time right now. passport and have fun what? with it. <laughs> Teach them, t- get them ready for turkey season. That's, That's it. what we got to do. Just let kids know that you care and get them outdoors. Uh, it's healthy. You know, we got to get to a break. Anyways, the show's ending. <laughs> this has been rough. <laughs> All right, uh, we are returning next week. What are we going to talk about? Turkey hunting. Turkey hunting. Going to be great. Oh, uh, we're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. All right, you know what? Uh, last word, buddy. See you later, guys. Cutting your mic off, Jeff. <laughs> All right, God bless. We love you, boys and girls. Peace out. See you next week. America rules. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.